it's very easy, right? When you see like a million things and it's just like, ah, like it's like a free for all. Yeah. <laughs> right. And it's like, well, it's available. So I might as well have it. But, you know, it's, it's still about setting some boundaries for yourself and, you know, allowing yourself to have what it is like that you truly want and like what's most important to you. I kind of also like to think of it sort of like the analogy to like, if I go out to dinner and I'm still trying to, you know, adhere to, you know, my goals, like you have available to you alcohol, appetizers, entree, dessert, right? There's so many. And it's like, obviously, if you have all of them, you're going to blow everything. Mm -hmm. So pick the one that matters the most to you. Welcome to the Mindset Diet, the show that will teach you how to stop getting in your own way and start losing weight, feeling better, and becoming the best version of yourself. My name is Iman, I'm a certified personal trainer and nutrition coach, and I run an online coaching business where my amazing team and I coach women through losing weight without restrictive dieting or excessive exercise. Hello, hello, and welcome to this episode of the Mindset Diet. This is being released on the Friday after Thanksgiving, so Black Friday 2023. So if you celebrate Thanksgiving, I hope you had an amazing time yesterday with your friends and family and were able to get together to relax and to be grateful for all that you have in your life. As I mentioned in last week's episode, this week will be the second night of our holiday webinar that we did a few weeks back. And so this episode is going to focus on physical hacks to help you get through the holidays without gaining weight. I think it's coming at a perfect time, especially if you maybe overindulged a little bit yesterday. You might be surprised to hear how we handle overindulging. And yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that without spoiling anything. So I don't want to give too massive of an intro here. Just want to go ahead and say that if you find this information valuable or you like the show, please leave it a five-star rating or review wherever you listen and share it to your story, to your Facebook wall with your friends and family. It helps me get into the ears and into the minds and to the hearts of more people who need to hear these words. All right, without further ado, this is going to be the second part of our holiday webinar series on physical hacks to avoid weight gain this holiday season. Just like last week, it is a recording, so you have the pleasure of hearing Coach Gretchen talk to me and to the other participants of the webinar as well. So welcome tonight to the physical hacks, where we're going to tell you about different changes and little hacks and tips and tricks we have to make sure that your metabolism is in a good spot during the holidays. All right. So yesterday we talked a lot about, you know, what can you do? What, uh, can you get some of your protein? Not all of it, right? Can you get some of your steps? Not all of them, things along those lines. So what we're going to talk about tonight is kind of some ways that we can make sure that we are getting these things in, um, make sure we are reacting well to the food that we're eating. Um, make sure that we are appropriately setting ourselves up for, just not kind of being in this like blah state where you eat a lot and you're not moving a lot. I think that's very common during this time of year. So um, I think coach Lindsay brought this point up during our meeting, which is front loading your day. So <coughs> front loading protein and produce, right? When you go to a holiday party, the hardest thing to seek out is going to be protein and produce. Um, it will be there. It may be hidden underneath a pasta dish or it's just a veggie tray or something, um, but it will be there. So 
When we say front load your day, what we really mean is get this stuff in before you go to the party, before you go out to dinner with your family, because it's harder to get in other places, right? Last night, we talked about seeking out good food and not necessarily trying to avoid bad food. That's another really common mistake that we see a lot of people. It's like, oh my gosh, well, I can't eat this and I can't eat that. And it starts to put that really restrictive mindset on things. So challenge yourself to try to get good food, you know, be the person. I think I, I talk about this later in the training, be the person to bring the roasted Brussels sprouts, um, you know, and, or be the person person to um, bring the veggie tray, bring a fruit dish, something like that. Fruit salad. I was messaging one of my friends earlier this week and she's like, I made this bomb fruit salad for this um, Halloween party we went to. It was so good. Right. And then also getting in a lot of water earlier in the day, um, because you know, you know, you're going to be more tempted to have alcohol and fun drinks and stuff later. So you want to make sure that you're hydrated, well hydrated for that. Okay. We talked about this last night as well. This is a very simple tip, but keep water in your hand. People will only ask you for a drink if it looks like you're not busy or you're not eating or drinking something. Um, so definitely, we talked last night again about sparkling water. Um, I know Mary Lou asked about like these kind of faux alcoholic drinks, really just drink what you want to drink, but make sure you have a drink in your hand. So people don't bug you at the end of the day, people are pushy, not because they're trying to be malicious, mostly just because they want to make sure you're having a good time. Right. So if you make sure that they know that you're doing okay, they probably won't be so damn pushy with you. And if someone comments on the fact that you're not drinking, like that's on them. It's usually an insecurity on them um, or some something that they have going on. So you don't need to take that personally. Um, I, for re reasons you guys probably know at this point, I literally have never taken a sip of alcohol in my life. And when I was in college, it was kind of weird um, for people. And then eventually they were just like, yeah, she doesn't drink. And it was fine. I still went out with my friends. Like I still you know, it's not like I felt like I'm really missed out on anything. Um, but it, it's just a matter of making sure that people know you're okay. And you're not like having a bad time as a result. Okay. Gretchen, you want to talk a little bit about uh, this one? Cause we were all laughing really hard, uh, when we talked about don't eat something just because it's there or it's quote unquote free. Yeah. I think that, um, it's very easy, right? When you see like a million things and it's just like, ah, like it's like a free for all. Yeah. <laughs> right. And it's like, well, it's available. So I might as well have it. But, you know, it's, it's still about setting some boundaries for yourself and, you know, allowing yourself to have what it is like that you truly want and like what's most important to you. I kind of also like to think of it sort of like the analogy too, like if I go out to dinner and I'm still trying to, you know, adhere to, you know, my goals, like you have available to you alcohol, appetizers, entree, dessert, right? There's so many. And it's like, obviously, if you have all of them, you're going to blow everything. Mm -hmm. So pick the one that matters the most to you. Mm -hmm. Another thing I really like to do is I think things look way better when we're starving. So the time that I'm more likely to order an appetizer at a restaurant, excuse me, is when I'm like starving. I'm like, yeah, those like, you know, egg roll things look good or that like, you know, little, um, I don't know, wing or whatever looks good. Those wings or whatever. Right. So, um, I think that if you can 
discipline yourself, practice doing hard things, discipline yourself to eat your protein and produce main meal before you go back and take any of the little like finger food type things that will be really good. Cause you won't be operating out of a place of like hangriness, right? You'll be operating out of a place of sound judgment. Um, so that's really what we mean when we say be picky about what you eat. Don't just eat something cause it's there. Um, try it and if I it looks really good, but don't just eat something just cause it's there. Yeah. And I'd also like to add, it's sort of like, if you think about if you've been out all day running errands and you don't have any food available, you're going to pick the easiest, most convenient thing right in front of you because you are famished. Mm -hmm. So if you can try to stabilize that blood sugar. You're less likely to want to overindulge. Yep. Great point. Okay. This is a big one. Um, I want to spend a, a few minutes on this slide. So making your meals intentional. Um, we talked a lot when we were planning up this training about this common scenario of like, uh, Lindsay even brought it up. She's like, I feel like it's always that the women like congregate in the kitchen and we're just standing around the counter or the table and we're talking and socializing and you're standing there and out of the corner of your eye, you see those little um, what are those things called? Oh my God. I love them. They always have, have them at holiday parties, um, where it's like a pretzel with, uh, Hershey's kiss and then an M&M &M on top. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, what are they oh, called? Like, I can't remember what that's called, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Anyways. Um, before I realized that gluten was the cause of massive digestive upset for me, I would literally slam like a thousand of those. Hold on. Someone put it in the chat. I bet it's the name. Yeah. Pretzel and Rolo. So oh. good. I love that. It's so good. Um, <laughs> so anyways, um, but you know, back to my point is like, you're standing there, you're because you're like right next to the kitchen or you're right next to the food, you're just grabbing handfuls of this crap. And without even realizing it, now you've eaten like 2000 calories worth of like pigs in a blanket or spinach dip or some dumb shit like that. Right. So like, just be, be wary of that. Right. And, and, um, don't set yourself up in that position. So take the food that you want, go ahead, have the pigs in the blanket, have the Rolo with pretzel, but take it on a plate, sit down, get out of the kitchen and actually enjoy this meal. Chew your food thoroughly. Every time we have a conversation about bloating, constipation, issues with the di digestive tract, Gretchen is so great about reminding me to remind my client that they need to sit down and chew their food. You know, this is such a big thing. Savor your food. Don't just shovel it in because it's really good. Um, Coach Lindsay brought up when we were talking about this that the first bite is the best bite. After that, it's all the same. So savor that first bite. Enjoy the food. Don't just keep eating something because you're just hovering over the counter or over the table. Um, did you want to add anything to this one, Gretchen? Um, just that, like, I know, like for me in the past, like I would make the mistake of like, just like you said, like hanging out by the table, the buffet table, like just don't hang out there. Like just keep it out of sight, out of mind. And just, you know, think of it as like, you have access to all of these foods. Like you said in, in last night's webinar, like you can have pumpkin cheesecake whenever you want, you can go yeah. get it. it. It's, it's not your last dying meal. Right. Yep. So, you know, think about it like it's just another day. I'm having some extra nice food that I maybe normally wouldn't have and enjoy that one meal and not think like I need to have two and three servings. Yep. A hundred percent. And this is one that um, actually this was like a little uh, conversation I had to have with my mom. 
So my mom just got her blood work done. Um, so we're going through that right now, which has been a really cool experience for me. Cause I, you know, I, I get asked a lot, like, and this is a total tangent, but I'll talk about it. I get asked a lot, like, um, you know, oh, well your friends and your family must be like so healthy. And I'm sure you can relate to this Gretchen, but it's the opposite completely. Um, because you never push onto other people, what you believe to be right for yourself. And so I wait until people ask me, for help. And so I've been doing this for God knows how many years. And my mom just reached out to me a few weeks ago and was like, I think I want to get my labs done. So we got our labs back and everything. Um, and we were just talking a little bit about, you know, uh, kind of stabilizing blood sugar. And one thing that she's always been big on is just taking like little bites of different things. So she'll be like, she's not an overeater at all. Um, in fact, if you look at my mom, you'd think that she's underweight. She does not look overweight at all, but she is definitely one to like pick at a little thing here, a little thing here. And it makes up, you know, a substantial amount of calories. Um, that's not a great way to look at it. I, I don't like this approach of, Oh, I'm just going to take a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Like have a meal. You know, we talk about your balanced meal, your protein and produce. This is going to have large effects on your blood sugar, which yes, it affects weight loss, but really it affects your mentality. Cause if you're just eating a little snack, little, you know, trail mix here and there, and then you go and you get little apple slices and whatever, you're not really getting a full meal. You're not satiating yourself and you're going to end up eating more of these little bites and stuff than you would if you just actually ate a meal. And I'd like to add too, that it's also really hard on digestion when you're constantly grazing all day long. Mm -hmm. really, your body to have time to digest that when it's constantly having to keep up with all of that eating. So yeah. it's have digestion issues on top of that. It's not a great, habit to have. Yep. Good point. Great point there. Okay. So speaking of blood sugar, one of the best ways to lower blood sugar is to stay busy after a meal. So I think I heard this, Oh, what podcast was it? I can't remember, but I heard this on a podcast somewhere and it was like even two minutes of like washing the dishes or playing with a kid or something like that, just a little bit of movement can help significantly reduce blood sugar levels. And so when you're done with a meal, offer to wash the dishes. If you're hosting, start washing the dishes. If you're being hosted, offer to help. Um, tidy up a little bit, move around a little bit, excuse yourself for a five minute walk around the block, something like that. It will get you moving. It will start up that digestive process and it will help bring down blood sugar and it'll get you out of the kitchen long enough to remind yourself and check in and say, am I actually hungry? Do I want more food? Or was I going to grab more food just because it tasted good? Not because I actually needed it. Um, so that's a hack I really like. And you guys see me posting all the time on my Instagram stories about, um, you know, taking my little post meal walks and stuff like that. That's a favorite one of mine. Oh, we lost Gretchen. Okay. Um, this one is very self-explanatory and I won't waste too much time on it, but getting more sleep. So most of us are chronically underslept, right? We are not getting enough sleep. We're not resting enough. We're not recovering enough. And so allow yourself to get more sleep during this time. In fact, it's, it's funny that I'm having this conversation with you because I just got off the phone with a client who had, uh, basically has been dealing with a lot of stress at work recently. And last week she's like, forget it. I'll just be behind on work. I'm just going to get some sleep. Lo and behold, we saw two new lows, like new lows on the scale every single day, starting from Monday. 
from getting more sleep. So this is what the holidays are for. They're for, you know, rest. They're for relaxation. They're for spending time with people you love. Allow your body to do that. I sleep like a baby when I stay with my family in Chicago, just because I'm like away from my normal routine, away from work. It's really nice to be with other people. Um, and I let myself, I try to go to bed at my normal times. I don't stay up super late, even though I'm with other people. Um, and I let myself sleep in and it's really, really very beneficial for me. Um, anything you want to throw in there, Gretchen? Hold on. I think you're muted from when you came back in. It's okay. Uh, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I love that idea of like, you know, allowing your body to like recover. Cause I feel like there's always so much going on, like during the holidays for most people that like, we need that extra time to, you know, relax. And a lot of people do get time off from their work. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a really good time to actually take advantage of it. Yep. Agreed. Um, I think this is the last one or very close to the last one. Um, and that's going to be to redefine what it means to work out. So I think so many people have this like strict idea of, I go to the gym, maybe with a trainer or by myself and I do this workout and that is what a workout is. And they feel like if their schedule is different because of the holidays or they're in a new place because they're traveling and they're visiting people that they, they can't do any sort of workout unless it's their specific workout that they like doing. So redefine what workouts are for you because movement's going to be key in keeping your metabolic health good during the holidays. So bring with you some bands, you know, um, maybe a, a TRX, which is a suspension trainer. You can hang it from a door. You can hang it from a tree. I used to do this. Um, I would go to, like I said, I have family in Chicago and, um, I would go and I would, um, hook up a TRX to the playground that they have in their neighborhood. And I do like some rows and some push-ups and stuff like that. Was it a full blown, you know, 50 minute gym workout? No, it was like 20, 30 minutes. I'd bring my cousins and they'd come and they were young at the time. They'd be swinging around on it and messing up my workout. That's what, that's what this is for, right? It's, it's to have fun. It's to spend time with people, take walks with your family. Like I said that on here, right? Include the kids. Um, Lindsay said her family does like fun runs every year where they do like a turkey trot and stuff like that. That's a great one to do. Um, and one of my personal favorites is, okay, you don't belong to a gym in the area you're staying at for a week, get a day pass. They're usually like 10 bucks. Go do your workout, um, find new equipment, like make it fun. Um, you know, redefine what it means to work out, continue to get movement in. Like we said, trying to get your steps in, um, trying to get your strength training in. This is all going to help. Like we said, with blood sugar management, with digestion, all of that stuff. Um, that's all we have. Gretchen, did you want to add anything to that or just anything in general? Um, just that I love that Lindsay does that with her family. It's like a nice tradition. Um, I know a lot of people do those like Thanksgiving day runs. I I've never done one personally. And sometimes like for myself, um, I just do like a body weight exercise if I'm visiting family and I don't even have access. Like you can still, you know, do lunges and pushups, like you said. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot that you can do. It doesn't have to be the exact same routine that you're used to doing, right? Like we just want to like keep, keep active and, you know, just like you guys talked about last night, it doesn't have to be 100% perfect, doesn't have to be like this all or nothing mentality. If all you can do is do a walk, then hey, that's better than maybe, maybe what you were doing last year. Mm -hmm. Don't 
make excuses for yourself. We talked about this a lot last night. Don't let this be an excuse to get off track. Honestly, you guys, I was looking up data um, as far as, you know, how much weight do people gain during the holidays? And I was honestly underwhelmed with the, with the statistics. It's not that much. It's like two to three pounds is what they found. But that's not what we're concerned about. We're not concerned about two to three pounds of fat. We're concerned about the effect this has on your mindset for the rest of the year and going into the new year, right? Because it gets you out of your rhythm. It stops you from doing the things you know you should be doing. So my main parting advice to you is do not let this turn into the reason you gave up on yourself because I know a lot of people do that, okay? So do these little things, implement these little tips and tricks, be a leader, be the person who brings the veggies, right? I know I keep saying that, but we talk a lot about the importance of the identity shift with weight loss. Become that, and I know I keep, I'm looking over here because your guys' little pictures are over here, but I should be looking at the camera. Um, you know, become that person uh, that people look up to and don't take shit from other people. Seriously. If someone makes fun of you because you're not drinking or someone's like, oh, you know, there's Susan again with the, with the Brussels sprouts every year, be like, yeah, that's who I am. And guess what? When you see them next year and you're 30 pounds down and they're just as uncomfortable in their skin, <laughs> you know, you'll know that you made the right decision. Um, so hopefully that was helpful for you guys. I know this one was a little shorter. We went into a lot more detail yesterday. Um, but yeah, this was a fun webinar for us to do. So thank you guys for joining. Um, if you're on the replay and you have questions, comments, concerns, um, definitely let us know as always, you know, we're here to help you. Um, so if stuff comes up and you're, you know, you're finding it challenging or you feel like you need some extra accountability this time of year, reach out, you know, where to find us. Um, anything you want to leave them with Gretchen? Yeah, just, you know, also remember like this time doesn't have to be all about food. Yeah. Right. This time is meant to spend with your loved ones and enjoy the time off. Hopefully if you do get some extra time off, it doesn't have to be centered all around food. Mm -hmm. Great point. Thank you so much once again for listening all the way through this episode of The Mindset Diet. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you took away something that resonated with you. Once again, if you did, make sure to share it with friends and family. Of course, there's a loud delivery truck speeding by outside. <laughs> but if you did, make sure you enjoyed it. No, make sure you share it with friends and family. Uh, I'm going to end it here. Clearly, I'm stumbling. But I'm wishing you wellness, and I'll see you in the next episode.